Hello everyone and welcome back to the Memoirs Through a Blind Woman's Eyes on Motivational Monday, Season 2, Episode 4. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the fact that gamers are real people too. You know, gamers have feelings. They're good people too. Yes, there are people in every type of thing that do bad things. There are gamers who do stupid stuff, but the games get blamed for it. I mean, again, here we go with this judgmental bullshit that people hear. Oh, well, gamers are all psycho killers. Because of them two boys in 99. I'm not mentioning names. I'm not giving them any glory and fame. That's what they wanted. No. Yes, I know their names, and I'm not saying their names. Steve knows I know their names because I mentioned them yesterday. But Doom gets shit on all the time because of them idiots. Video games have a bad rep because of them idiots and other idiots like them that play them when they shouldn't be. But here, here we go again where parenting, parenting, hello, wake up. Wake up. Parent your kids. Watch your kids. I mentioned the red flags, and I'm going to say it again for those that have not seen this show before. Your child starts not wanting to do things, not wanting to be themselves. They don't want to go to concerts. They don't want to hang out with their friends. They don't want to do things they love. Red flag. Intervene now. intervene. Don't let them get out of control to the point where they hurt themselves or hurt someone else. Don't let that happen. And honestly, like I said, all these games get blamed for these kids being the way they are. This has happened before the games came into play. Something set them off. Games are inanimate objects. They do not tell somebody, hey, make a mod of of your school and shoot it up and bomb it. No. Doom did not tell them boys to do that. That was a choice they had in the game. But Doom itself did not put a gun to those boys' head and say, hey, make a mod of your school and blow it up. No. That's parenting. You're going to make babies. Take the responsibility to raise them. And I have a really strong way of saying that, but I'm not saying that. I'm being appropriate. But I'm saying it in a slighter, you know, nicer way. If you're going to make a baby, raise it. The TV shouldn't be the babysitter. The game shouldn't be the babysitter. That's the problem. They get blamed for stuff, but the parents aren't doing their jobs. And here's the thing. I played Mortal Kombat, a fighting game, a violent video game at 12 years old. I am not somebody out there beating the crap out of people. Why? Because my mom sat me down and said, you know what, young lady? If you do this in real life, you're going to go to jail. Do you think I want to go to jail? No, thank you. I don't want to be locked up in jail. I mean, I absolutely love Sonya Blade, but I wouldn't want to emulate Sonya Blade, except for, you know, 
strong-willed woman. Now that, I, I would love to, I would, you know, Sonia, you know, she's a tough chick, man. She's got, she's got a fighting personality. And, you know, the Slayer, the Doom Slayer, for those who don't know who I'm talking about, the protagonist in the Doom video games. He's my role model in the sense of, hey, you know what? You want something, fight for it. You want it, do it. I did. You know, I'm not out shooting people with a gun. I wouldn't, to be honest, I would be scared to death to hold a gun. Afraid that maybe I would accidentally hit the trigger. If somebody tried to be a stupid ass and scare me to death. I mean, I'm not afraid of them. I don't like the noise because it's loud. Some guns are really loud. But, I mean, I held guns, but they made sure they weren't loaded. The only gun I ever held that was loaded was my stepdad's handheld pistol. But, you know, and I held an AR-15. But I didn't shoot anybody with it. I didn't aim it at my brother and shoot him. Or pretend to shoot him. I did look at it though. I was surprised at how t- how lightweight it was because it's so big. I'm like, damn. But, you know, I would never go out and buy a gun and shoot someone. I mean, there's no sense in it. Yeah, I've seen, I see violent video games. I watch violent video games. But that don't mean I turn into the characters and go, okay, let's go shoot up people. No. You know, not all gamers are sitting in their parents' basement not wanting to work. Some do, yes. But not all gamers do that. Some gamers have a full-time job. Other gamers, that is their freaking job. They get paid on YouTube. They make big money on freaking YouTube competing. They, just like any other sport. You know, they get paid to play video games competitively. There are actual video games that, you, that people play competitively. You know, gaming is not an evil thing. Everybody seems to think that gamers are evil and that gaming is a horrible thing. Okay, people play baseball for a living. People like to watch baseball on TV, right? They like like going to games. It's a freaking game, people. That's entertainment, right? So is video games. People sit in their house and play cards. Why would you watch someone play cards when you can play it yourself? You know, people want to judge everybody for what they like to entertain. What they like is entertainment. Video games are entertainment. Just like movies. People like to collect old movies and like to, you know, watch classic movies. And they like to, you know, collect models or collect... You know, antique cars. 
you collect antique cars. I'm not going to judge you. I might start yapping your ear off about it because I'm one of these people. I don't pass judgment on people that collect cars. I freaking, I get entertained by stuff. One of the reasons I get into that type of topics are my stepdad. He was a freaking mechanic for God's sake. You know, he was a mechanic. And I used to go to antique car shows all the time. We'd go to, we'd go to these car shows. And it was really entertaining to, you know, I loved listening to the old, you know, stories that they had of these people in their cars. I got to see different models of cars. That's kind of cool when you can't see. I dig conversations like that. You know, some people collect antique tractors. Now that's fun. Why? Because my friend had, he was a farmer. I, I get into talking about stuff like that. I mean, I get into people's conversations like that about their collections. I don't judge them. I talk to them. Because you never know what kind of friendships you could make. I might not be able to play half the games that I love, but that don't mean I don't get into them and I don't, you know, enjoy talking about them. You know, I enjoy it. It's fun. And here's the problem. People just judge way, way too much. There's people that they, all they want to sit in there and do in their house is watch Western movies or watch Discovery Channel or watch Animal Planet or reality TV. So they do that. That's what they like. But in that same breath, they shouldn't be passing judgment. If, you know, their family members like video games or if their family member is into antiques or into doll collections or whatever. Whatever somebody does, if they're not harming themselves or harming you, why pass judgment on them? You know, gamers are fun to talk to. I mean, hello, there's people that are, they, they play games, but they're also devs. They develop these games. It's fun for them. It's a job. That's how they live. What are they supposed to do? That's what they did in college. That's what they do. They're making money entertaining people. Selling a product to entertain people. It's ridiculous, the judgment anymore. It is ridiculous. Gamers are great people too. Yeah, there's bad people in the gaming industry. There's bad people in, you know... That, are, that play video games, but there's bad people who watch movies. There's bad people that read books. I mean, there's bad people everywhere. There's good people everywhere. You just got to stop and instead of judging the whole group, find some good ones. There are good ones out there, I'm telling you. You know, they're, they're, there's good and bad in everything. I mean, women in the gaming industry, oh my word. Women get harassed in that field because they think, oh, all gamers are men. Wrong again. Another misconception. All gamers are men. Wrong, 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 wrong. Not all gamers are men. That is a misconception that is wrong. There are women that work in that field too. There are female game devs. And the sad part is women in that field have to hide. 
they have to hide what they love because, oh my gosh, they're obsessed, or oh my gosh, they're this, or oh my gosh, they're that. Stop it. Women can do, they can be just as smart as men. And I'm sorry, if you're a man and you think less of a woman because she's in that same field, uh, back up, mister. Women are smart too. Women can be just as smart as a man. And I'm going to say this in this one. There are a lot more women in the... disability field when it comes to taking care of people with disabilities. That is a a female-dominated field, okay? Just like gaming industry is a male-dominated field. People working with folks with developmentally disabled people, it's mostly women. But again, that doesn't give us women the right to say, hey, you men can't do it because that's BS, Men can do it too. If that's what a man is interested in, a man should be able to do it. Men should not be discriminated against for wanting to work in that field. And if you're a man and you hear this, and you're wanting to, and they're saying you can't, wrong, wrong. I know because I've seen men in the field and they have been treated like shit and I don't like that. And I've actually jumped a few women's butt for that. Hey, that's enough. Stop that. Just because this is a female-dominated field don't mean you have to be an asswipe. You don't have to be nasty to men. Men can do this too. You know, men can take care of people too. There are some great men out there who can do this field too. Just like men, like I said, don't say a woman can't develop a game or be in the games industry. You guys can be in the developmentally disabled field just like women can be in the games industry. There shouldn't be discrimination either way. I've got some pretty cool guy friends that work in that field. I don't know many women that are willing to open up in the games field and they shouldn't have to hide it. It sickens me that either sex has to hide what they're good at. They shouldn't have to. But any gamer shouldn't have to hide that they like playing video games. They shouldn't have to hide it from their family because their family wants to pass judgment on them. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it where they've had to hide it from their families and I've I've seen it where they tell their family and their family just makes fun of them all the time. Uh, no. That's not fair. Gamers are awesome too. Anybody can be awesome if they want to. Whether they're a gamer, whether they're into mechanics, whether they're into farming, whether they're into 
antiques, whether they're into gardening, whatever it is. Nobody should be judged for something they love to do. They should be able to enjoy their hobbies and be happy about it and be proud that they love what they do. Because it's sad that people misconcept everything. They're always making judgments on someone and always making these misconceptions about people. And it sickens me. It really, really sickens me. And I just want gamers to feel like they're accepted. Not all gamers are living in basements. Not all gamers are homicidal psycho killers that want to hurt someone. They're not all out to beat the hell out of somebody. They're not all out to rape you and kill you. I mean, I don't know where in the world people want to get these weird ideas. Just because stuff happens in a video game, it happens in movies. Hello? There's songs about it. I mean, all kinds of crime, it's all in music, it's in movies. Should we just ban all entertainment? I mean, because they're wanting to, you know, telling people, you know, oh, don't play this because it's violent, it'll corrupt your kids. Well, <clears throat> look up some of these movies that are rated R. There's ratings on these games for a reason. Just because you say they can't play it, or can't watch it, don't mean they won't at a parent's house, at somebody else's house, you know, at another parent's house, who lets their kids watch things. You sit down and you talk to your kids when they're mature enough. I was taught at 12 years old. My niece was allowed to see Left 4 Dead at seven years old. Yes, I'm bringing that game up again. Who cares? I'm making a point here. My niece was allowed to see that game at seven years old. But right in front of me, her mom said, you can't pass judgment on people. You know, she sat, she sat her down and told her, this is a video game. It's not real life. This is not true. You can't be mean to people and you can't go hurting somebody. This is just a game. It's not real. And what did she end up doing? Talking to a man two weeks later who was very badly disfigured in a car accident. Now, if you're going to tell me a video game is going to always cause something bad to happen, you're wrong. Get that belief out of your damn head now. Because my niece saw a man whose face was smashed in on the one side, literally scrunched in on the one side. He, his whole face, he was just so brutally injured. I mean, it was just, it was critically, you know, it was, it was a permanent disfiguration. It was bad. You know, he was in critical condition, but made it. He was critically injured, you guys. And she's seen it. You know, she's seen him and he made it through, but his face was permanently, permanently disfigured. And she went right up and started talking to the man about what happened. Why? Because she's seen those disfigured zombies. 
And her mom parented her and said, you know, there are people out there who have different shapes and sizes. They're different, you know. And she talked to her. I talked to her for, oh God, at least three hours on different things. And I said, just like me, I said, what, what's wrong with me? I can't see. My eyes don't work. But does that make me any less of a person? And she says, no. I mean, I talked to her. For a few hours, and then she says, okay, we got to stop our conversation. I got to go have supper, but I'm coming back. She did. And we talked again for a while about differences in people. We talked about people in wheelchairs and, you know, people that were deaf. You know, now I've got a friend who's deaf blind. That my niece hasn't, you know, she doesn't know about her yet. But, I mean, there are things that, you know, make people different. But that doesn't make them bad. I've said this many times. That doesn't make somebody bad. Like I said last week, nobody can be you but you. You are the only one that can be you. If you're a gamer, hold your head high. Be proud of it. Who cares what other people think? If they want to judge you, that's their loss. That is their loss. If you collect dolls or you collect antiques or you put together model airplanes, you're a ham radio operator. Whatever you do and people think you're different, good. You're unique. That's awesome. That's what makes you unique. That's what's awesome about it. I love it when, you know, somebody has a unique hobby. I learned from it. I got a friend who is a ham radio operator. I got a friend who loves to talk about airplanes. You, you get him on an airplane topic and look out. You're going to be learning something new real fast. Because he loves to talk airplanes. I got a friend who... Loves rap music. Mind you, these are all followers, by the way, <laughs> of the show. He introduces me to different rappers that I've never freaking heard. And I'm going, what, who, huh, what? And he, might I add, is a freestyle rapper. And he good. Let me tell you, he's good. I mean, I don't listen to all rap, but I don't pass judgment on somebody who does. I don't sit there and go, all you rappers are a bunch of druggies, like everybody says. No. And I use that phrase, and he knows. He knows it. Because me and him had a discussion about this, that they make judgments that all rappers are a bunch of druggies. No. That's not true. I mean, some of them may do drugs but not every one of them does a bunch of hardcore drugs not everybody who listens to rap is a drug addict not everybody who listens to metal is a freaking psycho i mean give me a break people the judgment oh my gosh it's awful
the judgment that people have toward each other, please give me a break. You know, and I had to put this in here that, you know, you know, gamers are good people too. And so are, you know, people that listen to different genres of music that are outcasted. That doesn't make everybody a weirdo and a bad person. Oh, thank you. One of my friends whispered, what about bikers? Yes, there are awesome bikers out there too, guys. They're not all psycho. Good Lord. I mean, there are awesome bikers out there. And they, everybody thinks, okay, there's biker gangs out there who are, you know, doing evil stuff. That doesn't mean they all do it. I mean, there's some good biker gangs out there, too. I wish I could remember the name of the group. Dang it, that drives me nuts. Um, that is one thing that drives me nuts. They, I never did, I should have got their name, and I didn't think about it at the time. But there was a group at that bar we went to. And they go around all the time doing charity stuff. And maybe they wouldn't have told me because they don't want to be known. But they freaking showed me their freaking kick-ass Harleys. I got to see different designs on Harleys. I had never seen a Harley. You know, never touched one, never seen one. Because a lot of bikers, they don't want you to do that. That's their baby. That's their prized possession. These guys, they didn't care. They let me see their Harley. Which I thought was freaking awesome. They had all these different designs that they had different things on their Harleys and some of them had more than one Harley and there you go there's men out there that absolutely love their Harley they take care of their Harley better than they take care of their you know kid or they love their Harley sometimes more than they love their woman I mean and then they pass judgment on their woman because their woman loves her collection, her reborn collection. Makes fun of her because she has a collection. But yet, what does he do? He loves her. He loves his Harley, man. Wrong. If you're going to judge your woman, that's wrong. If she don't judge you for having your Harley, you shouldn't judge your woman for having a doll collection. And vice versa. If he don't judge you for having a doll collection, you shouldn't judge him for having a Harley. I mean, like I said, I'm putting a lot of different misconceptions in here because there's a lot of things, there's a lot of misconceptions, so I decided to just throw this all in there because I was going to do just the gamer thing, but there's not enough stuff for an actual whole episode. So I just threw a bunch of different judgments out there that people think, you know, it's sad that there's so many misconceptions about everybody. You know, oh God, yes. Thank you again. One of my paranormal friends are sitting here giving me some more ideas. Uh, yeah, people that are paranormal, that we talk to the paranormal, we're weird because, oh my God, you're talking to people that don't can't talk to you. Like, you guys can't hear what they're saying, but I can. You know, 
we're, we're possessed. We're, we're, we're worshiping Satan because we talk to the paranormal. Wrong again. Those who know, there are people that, yes, they worship Satan. There are people who worship Satan. That is the truth. They love Lucifer. My nephew does. My underage nephew worships Satan. He loves Lucifer. You know, but again, I don't pass judgment on him because he's a kid. He don't know any better. He's a kid. You know, he don't know any better because he ain't taught. Once he becomes an adult and starts to learn a little more, when he's matured a little more, he might get out of that. But he loves demonic stuff. Like, seriously, and I'm going to bring up a Doom reference here. He'd probably love the Cacodemon, the Cyberdemon, the Cybermancubus, all of them. I mean, he'd love these guys because he's, <laughs> he's crazy about that stuff. He is crazy about demonic stuff. And this kid is like 14, 15, the last I remember. He's older than that now. He's probably 16, 17 by now. I think. Because I think he's probably maybe 16, I think. Because I think he was 14 when I left or 13. I can't remember. But he loves demonic dark stuff. He does. He loves demonic stuff like that he does and his mom doesn't know it his dad probably does because he lives with his dad but his mom don't know it and of course I'm not going to say his name for personal reasons but yeah but you know I don't judge him he's a kid you know because he's not being psycho about it. I mean, I might not agree with him, but that doesn't mean I'm going to judge him. That's not my place. I'm not God. We're not God. None of us are God. We don't judge. I might not agree with his beliefs, but I'm not going to pass judgment on you. If I don't believe what you do, I'm not going to pass judgment on you. You might have a different Christianity view than I do. But that don't mean I'm going to say, well, you're wrong and I'm right. No. I might not believe in everybody's religion. But that don't mean I'm going to judge them. If they don't judge me, I'm not going to judge them. It's not my place. I'm not going to sit there and have debates with people. I won't talk religion with people. Because that is one of the worst things to do. In a conversation, you don't talk politics, religion, or sex. <laughs> Those are the three things you don't bring up in, in conversation because that's the way to get people going. Just don't freaking do it. I mean, that's just, those are three conversations you just, red flags, huh? <laughs> Especially at work. Don't do it. You know, just don't do it. But, you know, passing judgment on somebody. And then another really creepy, really, really creepy misconception about reborns. And this is disgusting, guys. This is, I'm warning you right now, X-rated. 
This is going to get pornographic here, guys. And I'm not intentionally getting pornographic, but I'm warning you. This is nasty. There are weirdos out there who actually think that everybody who has reborns are sexually molesting them. That we sleep with our dolls like we sleep with our lovers. No. There are people out there who do that. And that is, that I do have to say is disgusting. There are people who do have sex with reborn. And that is so wrong on so many levels. Because a reborn, for those who do not know, if you just see this and you've never seen a reborn, it is a lifelike child doll or toddler or baby. They go up from preemie-sized baby to 44 inches tall. Now, who seriously in their right mind would have sex with a child 44 inches tall? That is disgusting, guys. That, that is one thing I will say right here, right now. That is gross. I mean, yes, there are adults that size, but that's not what that actually represents. Reborns are children, not adults that size. You shouldn't be having relations with a lifelike doll. Get a blow-up doll that's an adult, not a child. That I do have to say is, that is one thing I will say right now that is wrong on so many levels. I do not believe in pedophilia, and to me, that's pedophilia. If you're going to touch a lifelike doll like that, that is gross. That is, oh God, that just, just a thought makes me want to heave. But then when you got people who actually think, I have actually been asked if I would touch Christy like that. I have actually been asked that. And Steve, if you hear this, that is not a lie. Somebody asked me if I slept with Christy and touched her. My special little Christy, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me, dude? Some guy from Australia had the nerve to ask me if I felt up my daughter. People that collect reborns, not everybody touches their kid like that. And yeah, I'm crying again. Because that just made me so sick. I blocked him instantly. I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me, mister? Oh God, just the thought. Of somebody thinking that about me, just, ugh. Misconceptions hurt feelings, guys. That is just so disturbing on so many levels. Because this man actually had the nerve to go, ooh, are they toys? Are they sex toys? No. And then I find out, and see, that was, I, I, went, I went crying to my friend, right? I went called my friend up who lived in Illinois at the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to gag. I'm going to gag. Help me. 
And she talked to me and she actually said, Riley, I hate to tell you that, but some people actually do it. And I'm like, oh God, are you serious? Ugh. That's why he asked you. Because some people actually do that. I honestly did not know that. And she goes, not that everybody would. And I'm not the only one that's been asked that. And I'm like, that is disturbing. But yeah, I mean, misconceptions about people. It's so sad. So just think about what you say to somebody before you ask them a a question that could possibly hurt their feelings. You know, because that's just... It's so wrong on so many levels. It just, it's so sad. And there are so many misconceptions about blind people. Oh, we don't want to be parents. We don't, we can't be parents. We can't do this. We can't do that. Stop it. Oh, blind people. I've had blind men tell me, Mind you, blind men have told me that sighted people have asked them, hey, how do you put it in? Seriously? Are you kidding me? Blind people know how to have sex, too. I mean, hello. It's a human thing. I mean, yes. So disgusting that people would even ask them that. And, you know, I've been asked as a blind woman, how do you deal with Aunt Flo? <laughs> it is a pain in the behind to deal with. But I do it. It's, it's a natural thing. All women have Aunt Flo. I mean, at different times in their lives, some people never do. Because of, you know, a problem. But they hear their friends and they're like, thank God I don't. Even though, yeah, I have a, you know, there are some that are like, thank God I don't. When they hear what their friends are suffering through, they're like, I'm glad I don't. Hearing that you're dealing with so much pain. Like my former roommate, Trisha, God rest her soul. She died when she was only 32. But she goes, I'm glad I don't have one. And, and I'd made a comment. Mind you, this was by herself. And my assistant at the time goes, I said, I'm like, I was made, I made that comment. Yeah, it's great that you don't have it because you wouldn't like this because you're not pain tolerant, right? She made me apologize to her. And Trish is like, why are you making her apologize? I'm glad I don't have pain, right? So I had to apologize for saying something that Trisha didn't want me to apologize for. Well, she probably has problems, blah, blah, blah. So she made me apologize. It wasn't that I was being mean to her. We were talking about it. And she was even saying it. But the person, again, misconception, wasn't hearing the whole conversation. Trisha was the one that actually said, I'm so glad I don't have cramps. I wouldn't like that. And then I said, yeah, be glad because these are really bad. 
And I had to apologize for saying it for no reason. And it was like, really? I'm not saying that I'm glad she can't have kids. Which sadly, not even a few years down the road, she would, if she would have had a baby, she would have died and not been able to take care of it. Because she just died out of nowhere. But, I mean, people have differences, but that doesn't make anybody an evil person just because they don't do exactly what you do. We're not all going to be the same. If we were all the same, this world would be so damn boring. Get to know people for them. See the, the personality. Instead of seeing what they do that you don't agree with, I mean, if they're not hardened criminal, I'm not telling you to befriend a murderer or something, but embrace people's differences. If they're a nice person and they're fun to talk to, and they say, hey, I do this, and you're going, ooh, what is that? Find out. If they don't mind talking about it, now if they say, oh, I don't prefer to talk about it because I get judged, don't push them. Don't push them. Just, okay, I respect that, yada, yada. Let it go. And just talk to them and get to know them. Because maybe they'll let it slip a little bit. And you'll get to find out about them. You know, find things out. Just find it out. Get to know people. Get to enjoy somebody for being themselves. I mean, hell, Steve does not collect reborns. But what does he do? Oh, you got to bring TJ. You got to bring Tim's namesake. In two weeks, we're going to go see the menus. Like I said, less than two weeks. Be you. You're not you without being, you know, with Christy and the others. Be you. Like last year, when he came up in February. Well, let's go. Let's take him. So we, I took him. I took um, I took TJ, you know, to the show this year. And then I took different ones out last year. Some of them didn't get to go out because, you know, when he came back through, we, we were getting ready to leave. But, you know, I took Scotty everywhere in May because people, you know, I'm just going to flat out say it. My ex was uncomfortable with that zombie in the house. So I took him with me everywhere so that, you know, he would be comfortable coming out and not be uncomfortable with him being there you know and that's you know because I knew he was uncomfortable with Scotty there you know and you know that's how it was he did not like the fact that I had that zombie there so the twins stayed there because they were as he put it normal <laughs> humans 
So I took the zombie everywhere I went. Scotty went everywhere. And when we left, you know, I couldn't, you know, leave Scotty in the car. The sun was beating down on that car. I didn't want to leave him there and, you know, something happened to the paint. And with him being so expensive, I didn't want to leave him in the car. So I kept leaving him in when I was packing. I mean, and I wasn't doing that intentionally to make Jesse uncomfortable, but it was like I had to leave him in the apartment alone with Jesse because of the simple fact that a uh, big city, expensive doll, no. Mm-mm. No. Them dolls are not cheap. It would be like, when it comes to Jesse, for example, it'd be like him leaving, mistakenly leaving a pair of his headphones sitting on the car seat and walking away. That would be a comparison I'd make. And that's what I explained to him. I was like, uh, I, could, I was not going to leave him. Because he was like, you know, the doll's over here. Uh, yeah, we'll get him. I don't want to take him out and leave him in the car, dude. <laughs> I'm like, that'd be like you leaving a pair of your expensive headphones on the car seat. Uh, no thank you. Those are high dollar. <laughs> you know, and, you know, he understood it. He got it. But it was like, you know, because I was telling him, I was like, I'm going to be leaving him. Because I warned him, I'm going to be leaving him. And he, you know, with as much work as he was doing that day, he must have forgot. Because he's like, uh, he's still over here. Yeah, we know. Uh, I'm not taking him yet because nobody's out there to watch him. And he's like, oh. You know, he remembered. He was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Never mind. Because I had warned him that he'd be the last thing taken out. But with all the meetings he had that day, it was like, oops. Okay, never mind. But, I mean, misconceptions of everything. And it's like, and again, on that note, people thought I was abusive toward him, that I beat the crap out of him, that I made, um, made him watch me pack up wrong, which I don't have that footage. I have it uploaded, but I haven't unlocked it because that's going to be down the road, way down the road. But, um... that's going to be way down the road. I decided to wait on that. But I do have the episode put up so that I could get some of that stuff out of there, out of my voice memos. But they thought I made Jesse watch me pack. No, I didn't. I tried avoiding that. With all of my heart, I tried avoiding it. I tried so hard to not let him see it. But it didn't work the way I was trying to because the last day when I was leaving, he kept coming out while we were taking stuff out of the car. I'm like, dude, I'm trying not to make you suffer here. You know, and people thought I was just horrible trying to make him suffer. Nope. I wasn't at all. You know, and it was 
it was hard to do that. And that was another misconception. They thought, oh, I just, you know, made him watch that. I forced him to watch me go, nope. Like I keep saying throughout this whole episode, choices people make. He made the choice to come out and watch. He didn't have to come out and see that. If the roles had been reversed, I wouldn't have been able to come out and watch my significant other leave. I wouldn't have been able to do it. That would have just... Ugh. To this day, I don't know how he did that. I... I do not know how he did it, because I couldn't have. Me personally, I couldn't have. But, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how somebody could watch their partner walk away. Anybody. I don't know how they could watch that. I mean, my advantage is I can't see it, but I can still hear it. And I wouldn't be able to watch that. That would just be gut-wrenching for me. But to sit there and people think that I forced him, it's a misconception that just eats eats at you. And like I said, it's going to be way down the road because this is still fresh for us. So that episode, it is uploaded to memoirs, but it's not where people can see it. It's private. Basically, it's pre-scheduled. But I'm going to keep moving it until I'm ready to unlock it. But it is uploaded. And it will be shown that he wasn't with me until, you know, the last part of it. But, I mean, it's it was difficult. you know, to deal with it. And dealing with the troll saying, oh, well, you don't do anything. You're lazy and this and that. Um, no. You know, just misconceptions about blind people. Oh, we all don't know how to do housework. We don't want to do this. We don't know how to do that. We shouldn't cook because we can't see. We'll burn ourselves. Sighted people burn themselves all the time. And with all due respect, um, not all stoves have flame. <laughs> There's something called electricity. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that one, it's, it's a misconception, but it's funny because it's like, really? We should all just eat out of the microwave and eat processed food all our lives? Uh, no. No, thank you. But, I mean, it's, it's so sad that there are so many misconceptions about people and people get judged so much. And it's heartbreaking. It is really heartbreaking that there are so many judgments around the world and so many misconceptions of people. Pit bulls, pit bull owners. Oh my gosh. That's another one I just thought of. Oh my gosh, they have a pit bull, so they're nuts. They're mean, and they're, they're, the dog is an evil dog. Not all pit bulls are bad. Any dog could be a vicious little brat. It's how they're trained. 
I met a pit bull who would not leave me the hell alone. <laughs> Came up and was nudged my leg with a freaking go-kart tire. Come on, let's play. Mind you, I had no idea it was a purebred pit. Because this dog comes up, nudged me. Come on, let's go. You want to play tug-of-war? Come on. So we started playing it, and he started playing tug-of-war with me. And then I'm sitting there petting him with one hand while he's playing tug-of-war with me. And he's not yanking the freaking tire out of my hand. He's not jerking it. And everybody's just sitting there, and they go, watching me, right? Because they all knew the, the misconceptions about these dogs, right? Now, this dog's owner was a go-kart racer. You know, he raced go-karts. He, he had a... He also had a car, a sprint car. And he likes racing cars. Well, turned around, and I'm sitting there petting this dog. And they go, he's a purebred pit, sis. What? And that's when I got offended about people and their misconceptions. It's, yes, the breed is known for that, but that doesn't mean every pit bull is a psycho. This pit bull is the biggest baby God ever put breath in. You know, my brother had a dog that was Akita Husky, I believe it was. And she was a fluff ball. Oh my gosh, was she a fluffy thing. I'd pick her up and just ruffle her fur with my fingers. She'd sit there and try licking my fingers, trying to get, because, you know, trying to play. And Pandy, she sounded like she was meaner than a rattlesnake, but she wasn't. I mean, it's all in how they're trained, how they're raised. Any dog, Pandora, could be raised to be a vicious bitch. And yes, a female dog is called a bitch, by the way. And I wasn't meaning that offensively, but that is the term. But they could turn her into a real wiener. Yeah, meaner than a rattlesnake. Real quick, they could turn her into a vicious dog. Any dog can turn into a vicious dog. It's how they're trained, how they're raised. Not all pit bulls are vicious. It's in their blood, yes, but that don't mean they're going to do it. They could. Somebody fucks with their owner. They could turn real fast. But that don't mean all pit bulls are like that. And another thing, another judgment. Oh, and this this one is another thing that made me angry. I'm part Indian, okay? I my my great grandpa was full blooded Sioux Indian. And what do Indians do? They thank animals, you know, before they eat them. Right? Well, I had a friend that was a vegan that told me that ain't good enough. 
misconcepting that I'm not thankful for what they do. I know how animals are treated in slaughterhouses. I, I, I knew a man who worked at a freaking slaughterhouse, for goodness sake. I'm not stupid. I know how they're treated. But because I eat meat, I'm an evil person that believes it's okay. I judge vegans, according to her. But here's the problem with her. Okay, pigs, cows, and chickens should get saved. But, for example, bears, tigers, lions who eat meat should just get killed. They're animals too, their lady. Hold on now. They're animals too. They should get wounded and hurt and poached. I don't think so. That's that's hypocritical in my book. I mean, passing judgment on people for eating meat and also other animals? Wrong. <laughs> if you're going to not want humans to eat meat um, and pass judgment, that's not fair. But, you know, you're saying domesticated animals should live and there should be nothing that eats meat. Uh, you're kind of hypocritical because they're, they're animals too. Even though, yes, they eat other animals, they are animals. <laughs> Sorry to say it that way, but yeah. I mean, she, and then, and, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And then I came up with this other thing, and she didn't like my perspective on this. Okay. Because she says, well, um, how did she word that? Um, how did she say it? Because I, I slammed her with this. I got her. And she didn't, she didn't know how to come back at me with this. Because she's like saying how, well, they have lives. They should be able to live, you know, domesticated, which I agree. You know, they shouldn't be tortured like that. True. But in the same breath, I mean, we got to eat somehow. Not everybody's going to eat plants all their life. I mean... But I told her this. I said, okay, what are plants? They're living, right? They're living things. And then I come back and I, I got a little bit carried away with it. But I, I made a point. I said, well, look at all these buildings. If you want to believe that way, look at all them that get torn down and basically blew up. They blow up buildings just to make new ones. I mean, everything has a story. She didn't argue that point with me no more. You know, and I wasn't judging her, but I was telling her, look. I mean, you're going to pass judgment on people. People are going to have an argument to come back on you. But here's the thing. The sad part is, here's this woman is judging people for eating meat. She's bragging on being healthy, right? Oh, I'm so healthy. I'm so healthy. But what does she have in her hand? 
a cigarette. Huh? That's healthy? Okay. When did that become healthy? Okay. Hmm. Which again, I didn't make fun of her. But in my mind, I'm thinking, sadly, I'm thinking, lady, I don't know how you're healthy because yes, you're eating healthy, but yet you're, you're killing yourself by smoking. I mean, it's like misconceptions. You're wanting to be healthy. You shouldn't be doing that. But you do it. I mean, it's it's sad. But those are misconceptions that people get. Me, me and... And, and we don't even talk anymore. She's so mad at me because I um, won't heed her stuff that she liked. And I never judged her. She she believed in, you know, the, the 2012 stuff. Never passed judgment on her. Not once. But, I mean, she loves the Mayan calendar. That's one of the things she, she believed in. Never judged her. In fact, I was like, I listened to her about things. But the scary part is, this woman, she was so adamant on her thing about animals. There was a squirrel, guys, a squirrel that crossed the road. She almost, she put us in the freaking ditch to try to keep from hitting it. She could have had us all killed. Just so she would not kill a squirrel. And I'm going, okay, human lives are not important. I mean, that's how, that was scary. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to ride with this person anymore. I'm sorry. I, I mean, and she is a sweet person. She really is. But her mind is just... I don't know where her mind is, where her mindset is. Because to, and this van is like a 15 passenger van. There's no way she would have kept it from, from rolling if, if it would have gone in the ditch completely. I mean, I was like, uh, no, that's scary. That is just freaking scary. I mean, oh. And, I mean, it's just, it's sad. The misconceptions, you know, your beliefs ain't good enough for somebody else to be your friend. You do something. It was to the point where when I would go around her, I wouldn't even eat stuff that I loved. I wouldn't even eat until I got back home, which was really late, and he goes, Riley, you don't have to take it to extremes. I was like, oh, yeah, I do. I'm not getting put down because I eat bacon and cheese. I mean, no. She's not going to make fun of you for that. Uh, yes, she would. I would get the slaughterhouse lecture. Yes. Huh. I'm not risking that. 
you know, I would eat. If I ate something around her, I would I would figure something out that wasn't freaking meat or cheese or anything. I mean, it was that bad. And I'm sorry, but you shouldn't have to make somebody change to be your friend. If you're a vegan, that's what that's what she is. She's vegan. Don't judge a person who eats meat. Just because they eat meat don't mean they believe that animals deserve to be treated that way. That's not everybody's belief. That is a misconception that I've seen. Just because we eat meat don't mean we're evil and we all believe that animals deserve to get their necks smashed. That is not what we believe. You know, we don't believe the way you think we believe. That is a misconception that needs to stop. Just because I eat bacon don't mean I don't thank the pig for its sacrifice. That's what I do because I'm part Indian. That's what Indians do. <laughs> that should be fine. But to some people, it ain't good enough. And I'm sorry, but that's wrong to make an assumption that we're, we're glad that animals are slaughtered. That is not true. That is not at all a true statement. Where that comes from, I do not freaking have a clue. Like I said, this is, again, another longer one, but I want to get all these ideas out there to people and tell you. Misconceptions. Come on, people. Seriously, you don't have to make misconceptions about people and say that they're all bad. Because certain things happen. Certain things they do in their life is wrong to you. If they're a good person on the inside, they have a wonderful personality, what they do, what they eat should not matter. My friend eats seafood and I'm not going, you sick pervert. <laughs> You know, because again, that's a sexual thing that some people come up with. You know, of course, I jokingly call him a pervert, but, and he is a pervert. And he's the first to tell you he's a pervert. But again, just because somebody's a pervert don't mean I mean that they're a sexual perpetrator. Guys are perverted. That don't mean that... They're a perpetrator. That is not what that means. That means that they're, you know, they get sexual in their thoughts. That's what that means. That doesn't mean that a guy's a perpetrator. Just because I'll say somebody's a pervert don't mean I mean that he's a, a rapist or, a, you know, some type of perpetrator. No. That does not, that is not what that means. That's the misconception, see? Misconceptions of words, even. It's like, really, really? And I'm going to just throw this out there. And again, like I said, hate mail, I'm not responding to it. These weird misconceptions of people's freaking names. Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me?
that is bullshit that somebody with a name has to be leery that her name is bad. Stop it. Seriously, knock it off. That's stupid. I know a woman, by the way, named Karen. Hint, hint. Yeah, you knew I was going to say it. And no, I'm not meaning life is strange Karen, by the way. I'm meaning my friend Karen. And she's a sweetheart. And has to worry that her name is being portrayed as something bad. That is wrong on so many levels. It makes me sick. I mean, close your eyes for a minute and think about this. How would you feel if somebody goes, well, you're a this, and it's your name used in a derogatory way, like a curse word? Uh, That would piss me off. But every woman named Karen now thinks that she's bad because of the Karen crap going around. All these people making up excuses why a Karen is a bad person. Stop it. Seriously, stop. You guys wouldn't like that, so knock that off. If you are one of these people that does it, and I'm not saying my followers do it, but there are so many names used in that way. Stop. How would you like that? If that happened to you and your name got trashed like that, you would not like that. Oh my gosh, you'd hate that. Oh, God. I saw a post on it the other day where, you know, they put up all these things where all these names have been used in derogatory ways and it's just, stop. Would you just stop it? Seriously, Misconceptions suck, man. Seriously, ugh, please. I mean, seriously, quit it. Quit it. I mean, my goodness, people. The judgments, the misconceptions, like, good God, have mercy, stop. I mean, man. It's, it sickens me. It really does. It really, really sickens me that all this stuff I had to bring up. But it's the facts. I mean, there are so many things that people just judge you for. It's like, oh, my God. Gosh, stop it. Just stop it. But anyway, (laughs) on that note, I hope you guys have a blessed week. And I hope you realize, find somebody that's, that's different than you and become their friend. See if you can do that. That's a challenge for the week. Be friends to somebody who has differences than you. Or, you know, if you happen to know they do, let's say you're, you're friends with somebody and you're like, ooh, they tell you something interesting about themselves. Go, ooh, what, what's that? If you don't know what it is, ask them. Get to know somebody for who they are. Ask them questions. 
But again, if they are embarrassed about it, don't push them. Don't push them. But if there's something that somebody does in their life and you're like, ooh, what's that? I want to know more. Ask them. Nine chances out of ten, they'll tell you. If they're proud of that, if they're proud of that difference in their life, they are going to brag it up. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, found it helpful, and maybe you'll make a new friend today or in the future because you find something different about somebody and it's unique and you just enjoy talking about it with them because it's interesting. Just talk to people and get to know them. And I will see you guys next week for more.